3: Uh, One of the questions that we threw out on the big board, this is now the SEC insider hit, But on the big board was, uh, have any of you already placed some bets this week? College or NFL? Probably not women's tennis in Asia, like Jackson. But that'd be Jackson Meadows. But whatever. Have you placed some bets this week? Um, I, I think the last time Jackson and I talked about it, he was betting on women's tennis in the Philippines. I thought may have been a little bit of a stretch, but whatever, everybody's got their own thing. Out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Have you placed any bets uh, this week going into college football and the NFL? Ole Miss is a 15-point favorite. That's two touchdowns and a field goal. Yikes. Mississippi State, that line's dropped a little bit to six and a half. Uh, MSU minus six and a half. On the road, it uh, doesn't look like there will be a lot of scoring. The over-under is 46. 46. Ole Miss and Auburn's 54-and-a-half. Do you believe that? So, State has come out
2: offensively and put up 40-plus points in two straight weeks against two SEC West defenses. Right. Now Arkansas's not very good, but AM's got some serious talent on that defense. They have some athletes. And they the offensive line pretty much handled pressure both weeks with relative success, you know, almost almost complete success. Now, you're never perfect, but it was good it was good blocking, good offense. The receivers are running. You know, you're you're getting the ball around, I think, to it was ten and eleven receivers respectively in back to back games, something like that. You you're doing everything offensively that you're supposed to do. You sold that Kentucky's just gonna walk out after three straight lo- or two straight losses and two physical games that they're gonna just walk out and and control the Mississippi State offense that looks as balanced as we've ever seen it under Mike leach I'm not sold that this this Kentucky defense who has faced by the way in their 16 point per game average has faced Miami of Ohio Youngstown State Northern <laughs> Illinois oh, no. South Carolina Ooh. Ole Miss and Florida.
3: Okay, none of those teams can throw the ball really well. And some of them can't throw it at all. I So what do I do with that 16 points a game? I I think that that is a great question. I'm not going sold into... that Mike
2: Leach's offense doesn't walk up there and just move the ball. They They've been good all year except for one game against LSU. And they actually moved the ball and had opportunities that guys dropped. So it wasn't like the offense just didn't have anything going. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're running the ball at a clip we've never seen before. I'm not
3: sold that this uh, this over-under to me is the one where I go. Is Mike Leach turning into Jackie Sherrill? I mean. Kevin Bowie and Michael Davis? What is happening? I don't know. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Your SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by Miskelly Furniture and Miskelly Sleep Store and the Purple Mattress, among others, Sealy, Tempur-Pedic at all of the Miskelly Sleep Store locations. Check it out today. Also, you may need a recliner, some bar stools to uh, spruce up the house. Muskelly Furniture, Pearl Airport, Muskelly Sleep Store, seven locations. Blake Mania with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I want to thank you for going to Apple Podcasts, searching the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. So, Blake seems to think that some of the, the defensive scoring efficiency numbers for Big Blue Nation in Kentucky uh, could be a little skewed because of the schedule that they have played, including uh, Miami of Ohio, uh, Florida, who has a young, raw quarterback, uh, Youngstown State, Northern Illinois, Ole Miss, and South Carolina, who doesn't believe in the vertical passing game. Kind of like Mississippi State didn't until the last few years for for the better part of 100 years. Um, Is that their breaking point? Will Will Rogers and Leach be able to crack that code of a defense that is averaging 16 points a game? Can you run it up? Um, Can you do what you want to do, move the ball both on the ground and through the air, as Blake said, spraying it around, spreading it around, to 9, 10, maybe 11 different people catching the football, including marks with 27 touches with the combination of um, both running the ball and catches. Uh, you know, they smoked Arkansas last week, and I think arguably their two most talented wide receivers had two receptions. Ra-Ra Thomas had one, Tulu Griffin had two. One thing, the staff is determined to play them at the same position. Now, when you're winning, that that went away, right? That was, that was the big brouhaha on the show and scuttlebutt in the state. You know, each fan base has their thing that they're very, 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 very excited about. And then the one that they're kind of uh, like picking a scab, mm-hmm. all right. And so coming out of LSU and then a little bit here and there was, why would you not play Ra Ra Thomas and Tulu Griffin at the same time? Then all of a sudden you rip off three straight wins and absolutely dominate Bowling Green, A&M, and Arkansas. And now people are just like, hey, I want to win again. I just want to go to Kentucky, and I want to win. And I get it. Um, Ole Miss fans, with their schedule, they're like, I don't care. You're right. We haven't played anybody, but we're 6-0, and we should be 7-0. I mean, Auburn has the worst total team scoring efficiency in the conference. Mm. The worst. That's a combo of offense and defense, which I still believe that there's three things that are dictating all this. At the high school level, that's a little bit skewed because sometimes you walk out on the field on Friday night one team's just 9,000 times better. But at the high school level, Blake, the college level and the yeah. NFL level, yeah. I still think it comes down to offensive scoring efficiency, defensive scoring efficiency, and explosive plays. Yeah, And obviously, two of the three go through what? The most important position on the field, QB1. And if you don't have one, you're done. Let's just be honest. Yep. That's why Kiffin and Leach...
0: Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas.
3: What they specialize in and their expertise, which this is something in business too, you need to, whatever your your deal is, it needs to be something that is valuable and highly coveted and, and so on. Uh, and you can leverage to connect people and make money or whatever it is. Um, but when you look at Auburn, they're awful at quarterback. When you look at Texas A&M, they're not i do believe that Haynes king has talent but between what their coach either does want to do or doesn't want to do and i can't figure that out neither can he um it, it's a disservice to a young man like that that has talent uh and he's young so i have to keep that in mind he hasn't played a lot of football now that max johnson's been knocked out and Haynes king is the quarterback at a&m Florida's struggling. Why is Florida struggling? They've got a raw, inexperienced QB that is one-dimensional. Yeah. All right? See, Nick Fitzgerald could be one-dimensional because he was so good at running the offense and Mullen had the thing going. But now it didn't work against every team, but it worked against like nine of the 12 teams, 10 of the 12 teams that you faced. Whereas what Kiffin rolled out last year with Matt Corral worked against all your teams except Alabama because it was – you could do it through the air and you could do it on the ground. That's where Leach all of a sudden is. They pounded the rock against a Barry Odom defense and let Arkansas know about it on the first – by the way, the game was over. First possession, game was over. Mm. Uh, You don't say that many times with the Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Um so Blake wants to know, can Leach and Will Rogers crack the code on the Kentucky 16 points per game, their defense giving up 16 points per game? And by the way, I know Kentucky doesn't look... I mean, they they kind of just look solid and salty and kind of a pain. They can be a pain in your rear, but they're not really good. Um, And they're definitely not explosive whatsoever on offense. But the question is or when you're looking at them, is their total team scoring efficiency is really good, too. It's right behind Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Kind of a weird deal. Even though they looked terrible last weekend. Now, granted, they didn't have Will Levis. I had two TVs up. I watched Kentucky and South Carolina only because I do this for a living. I mean, <laughs> you're talking about two boring teams.
2: Part that, of the sicko community. right
3: That don't understand offense, don't know what they want to do, and so on. Boring teams. South Carolina and Kentucky. But I also had Bama and A and M on, so there was a little bit of, you know, fire and electricity in that game because of the way it it, it unfolded. Something to keep an eye on. Um, I think some people are asking the question like, Ole Miss fans, are like, I I feel really good. Do I feel too good? Am I too woolly? I mean, we're we're everything says blowout. Everything says blowout. Dead man walking coaching staff. No quarterback at Auburn. Uh, Had an A defensive coordinator, hired a C defensive coordinator. You know, everything at home, uh, Kiffin's a top 1% play caller. It looks like he tapped a defensive coordinator in Chris Partridge who really has some mojo. Everything favors Ole Miss. Yes. And then you come back with how can it be a close game? Auburn's offensive line's not any good. Nope. So even though they've got Bigsby and Hunter, how, how do they manufacture a, a running game? Auburn this year is 71st
2: in the country in rush success rate. They're 118th in the country in pass success rate. They are 92nd in the country in success rate on first and second down plays. They are terrible f- offensively across the board. Everything they do offensively is bad. And yet, this 15-point line, in the last 32 matchups, Ole Miss has six wins. They would have only covered the 15 points twice in those six wins. Okay. Didn't Freeze get them big? Once. And then back in, like, 98 or 99, whenever they played, they got they got a big win as well. Or not... not uh, Brewer. No, no, Brewer. Brewer, Brewer, Brewer in 94. out in 92. 92, okay, He was yeah.
3: gone by 94. That was Jolie Dunn's yeah. interim year. 92, 45, Trevor 21. Got and it. then 2012,
2: it was 41, okay. 20. The other cool. four wins would have been under the cover. Gotcha. I understand that, that everything about an Ole Miss fan and a State fan says in this instance, hey, it's hard to get to be that excited. Can I ask you a philosophical question that I want to get your opinion on? Why would we rather be right than be excited? Because if you're a fan and you're six and zero, or you're a fan and you're five and one, and I'm not talking about you and I because we do this for a living, so we have to be more objective and rational. If you're a fan and you're six and zero and you're five and one, keyword rational. Yeah, we're not always, but we try. Six and zero and five and one. Why would you rather be right and him and Hall and hedge your bets when you could just look at it as a hey we're undefeated or hey we're five and one and we're about to knock the socks off this team? Why do we do? Why do we as fans rather be right than be Energized and excited. What? Wouldn't you rather just believe wholeheartedly? psyche. Well, why? Why not jump in? I, I think there's natural pessimism because of past experience.
3: But that's anybody. Correct. A, a, there's maybe one outlier, and even Bama. will they'll focus more on losing to Georgia in the national championship game yeah. than winning 38 out of their last 30. Especially when they don't win it again it's this year. It's just the way we yeah. are. Yeah. But if I you're mean, a, Roger Federer. You know, won twenty-eight slams but thinks about the one that he gave up against Nadal.
2: Correct. But if you're a fan and you're not look, we all like to think that we put our blood, sweat, and tears into games, and I get that energy and, and effort And we have nothing and care. to do with it. Correct. I get that we care and a lot and there are a lot of people who spend a lot of money and time and energy. I get that. Sure. And you should and have it's really ca- when you step back, it's really insane. Yes. That we do any of this. But on the other side, Bo, you've been doing this for seventeen, eighteen football seasons. Name me how many years State and Ole Miss have been eleven and one. Fourteen, that's it. Two thousand fourteen. Yeah. yeah. And out of all those years, how many has either team been six and over five and one? Maybe two or two more times each out of that. Yeah. Right. So four total seasons. Maybe we've had as a state teams that are this successful at this point in the season. Why, as fan bases, are you so focused on
3: being negative about it? Well, I think, I think that. You talked me into thinking that both teams are going to handle business. They are this weekend. Stop.
2: We got to stop acting like we're the woe downtrodden Mississippi college football teams. You're six and one, six and zero, oh, and you're five and one, and you have good football teams. Is Ole Miss Alabama? No. Is State Alabama? No. But you're not supposed to be. Be excited that you're good. I that you're better
3: than most of who you are. Is that the the two border schools? The other one's not
1: A woohooer, a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. VTW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. As good this year. But I think that will always be our, what we really struggled to get over is BAM and LSU borders. And it's, it's virtually impossible not to side when you're sizing your team up, mm-hmm. you're sizing them up against those two helmets. Yeah. I, and I get that, but all right, out of bounds, just, we're mm. harping on this big time out of bounds, ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone driven by the Ram trucks, Mack hike and Flowwood. hike, Okay. So, Blake's coming Blake seems to believe that the mentality should be you go in and you win by two possessions minimum and you take control of your destiny. Oh and your game. Oh. I told y'all I had uh, I had dinner at the forty four prime bar with two of the Orange Bowl guys in Startville a couple of weeks ago. And um uh, they both looked like they were in the mafia. <laughs> and uh really neat guys. Um, who really know the uh, inner workings of college football and the politics and all that, you know, it's just like any industry, right? I mean, there's stuff going on that, it, it, you know, bottom line in the back rooms. Um, our two teams have a chance to have a very, very, very special season. Now, you can't let your guard down. mm But they have a chance to have a very special season and play for something big in Oxford in a few weeks. But you got to check the box this weekend. Uh, You are going to lose a game, maybe two, um, down the stretch. But you have a chance to win several games. Big games, big moments, big times in the third and fourth quarter. So that's all you can ask for. And, And you have two teams that have good offenses. And this day and age... Uh, In this league right now, um, LSU can't find out what they are. Mm A&M can't. Arkansas still struggling. KJ makes them a little bit better, but they're not anywhere close to what Leach is doing and and even Lane to a certain extent. Um, We don't know what's going to happen with the Bama QB, but I think Bryce Young will be able to play, and him at 80% still big-time national championship contender, may drop a game, may not. Auburn's awful at offense. Florida's not good. South Carolina's not good. Kentucky's not good. Missouri and Vanderbilt's okay. And then that leaves Georgia, which I'm still. You know, I think we may have gotten carried away with that first game against Oregon mm-hmm. as to what Georgia is. On, uh, Stetson Bennett is what he is. Let's let's not make him. We have these guys that roll out on the SEC network and on the big shows on ESPN that are determined to tell us that Stetson's got to be X when mm-hmm. he's not. His story's amazing. Good for him. I hope he makes a fortune because of it. But the bottom line is he is what he is. And, and that's that's just a solid mm-hmm. college quarterback. Um, but he's not what some of these other guys are Mm-mm. that we're talking about. And here's the deal. Hinton Hooker's the best quarterback in the league. <sighs> Then probably Bryce Young. Then Will Rogers. Jackson Dart has a lot of talent. Ooh. Where would I go next? Hinden Hooker's the best quarterback in the SEC. Bryce Young's next. Will Rogers is next.
2: Is Bryce Young next? Or is he next because he's at Alabama? And look, this is again... It's not that he can't throw the ball. It's not that he can't make big plays. We saw him against Texas make big plays. But you play downhill at Alabama. He made big Alabama. plays
3: against Georgia in the SEC championship game True. two last year. And True. they were rolling for a quarter and a half before he lost another receiver in the national championship. In fact, he made two throws in that game that were sick. Let me ask you this question. Is he the best quarterback of the last four?
2: Hurts, Tua, Jones, and now Bryce Young. Is he the best of those four at Alabama?
3: Yikes. Probably. The problem is his, because he's small in stature, he's more susceptible to injury. Uh, so was Tua. Hurts, thick, built well. Mac mm-hmm. Jones,
2: thick, built well. But wouldn't Bryce Young have flourished with what Mac Jones was throwing to and dealing? With? I mean, well, Mac that, Jones. That's a great point. Holy with cow, and, and Devontae. I mean, he had the best roster in the. Like
3: what LSU had in nineteen and Mac Jones had in twenty. Nope. How do you even fight that? No, you're right. I mean, Joe Burrow threw to two of the greatest receivers in the history of college football, and. And Mac Jones threw to two of the greatest receivers in the history. Of I, mean, I mean, can you imagine if Will Rogers got to throw to Wild? and Devontae Smith? If I Will mean, Ro- if you think they've been good the last three weeks <laughs> and Will's been good the last two and a half years going against a big, big monster of trying to figure a lot of things out and playing too early, can you imagine if you drop Devontae Smith and Jaden Waddle yeah. into Will. If, if Will traveled to Kentucky with Waddle and Smith this weekend, it'd be 56 nothing. Yes, it would be. I mean,
2: they'd skull drag
3: them. It would be. I
2: mean, it wouldn't even. And, and that's, you don't have to get to because that level to be that. Because when you can move good. off
3: them and still hit Ra Ra Thomas, <laughs> you're hurting people. If you just feelings. had
2: one of those guys at Mississippi State, you'd be going, hey, we're special. We might could beat anybody this year. Right. I mean, a that's a good point. That's so that's where I go. Look, I'm not taking a shot at Bryce Young. He, I do think he is very skilled and talented, but are we sold that if you flip flopped him, Will Rogers couldn't be successful at Alabama with, oh, he'd be dynamite. And, and, and Bryce Young, is he going to elevate every, like, I think Hendon Hooker is an elevator. I don't know that Bryce Young's an elevator.
3: Hendon Hooker is a dude.
2: Since he started for Tennessee, no they've it turned
3: that. it around. And, he was unbelievable last year. That's what I'm saying. Like he's he's the part of their turnaround. Uh, to me, he's he maybe the, the number one quarterback taken in the draft. Now there's 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 going to be a love affair with CJ Stroud at Ohio State. All right, uh, let's switch gears and talk a little food and beverage. Oh. We do it. We do it well. We love it. Uh, y'all are getting ready for the weekend. You should. Uh, I was talking to a guy last night who's going to Oxford on Thursday, and he was talking about all the stuff he's going to cook. Uh, we had a little get together out at the uh, at our neighborhood. And uh, smash some amazing food. Um, it's National Gumbo Day. Does it get any better than a really, really, really good cup or bowl of gumbo at a local spot mm. that you love? Mm. I'll never forget. So I've told you all this. My aunt owned one or two plus a deli restaurants in New Orleans from 1970 something till 2000 and whatever, and um, and so. And those were uptown, and there were all these places that you could go and get just amazing, you know, South Louisiana gumbo. Um, I'll never forget walking in in 1992 to Fat Tuesdays here, and I thought, I've arrived. (laughs) We have some amazing gumbo. Um, You know, I talked to Robert St. John just about on a weekly basis, and when they rolled out their gumbo at Crescent City Grill, game changer for Hattiesburg 30-something years ago. Now you can find it at Highball Eats and Fondren. It is absolutely amazing. Another good gumbo here in the local area is Howland Mouse. Oh yes. About four times a year I'll dive in for a late lunch and get a bowl of gumbo and like read a cigar aficionado if I'm making a call downtown or somewhere in the area. And um it doesn't get any better sit up at the bar, maybe start with a little salad come back dressing and then transition into Some gumbo, but then I gotta wrap it up with one of our awesome partners, two brothers in Startville. Sims and Barton will roll out um, different variations and kinds of gumbo throughout the year and it will hurt your feelings with an ice cold Coors Light. So it's National Gumbo Day. We would love to hear from you. Your favorite spot, both locally and out of state. Bring it. I need to hear from you on the Ag Up Equipment Text Line, six oh one 885-3776 you know whether it's loaded with like duck and sausage gumbo or a shellfish gumbo whatever direction you want to go gumbo today brought to you by Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar and the amazing gumbo at Two Brothers in Stark Vegas Mississippi good morning welcome in crazy man Dave Bartu at 830 another crazy man Ryan Fowler Roll Tide Insider at 930 I think we're going to do the prize wheel at 915. Welcome in. Another big week for the dogs and the Rebs.
1: Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Uh Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.